Welcome to Spiritually Raw. We expose and explore controversial truths, myths, and theories surrounding the spirit world. Guests include QAnon experts, investigators, debunkers, and skeptics of the supernatural, unexplained, and flat-out unimaginable. Content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw, and topics quite often are for mature audiences only. This show is not intended to replace any medical, financial, or legal advice, and is for entertainment purposes only. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody. How are you? And welcome to Spiritually Raw. We hope you woke to the most miracle morning and are also having the most fortunate day today. So do you remember her from before? It was Christine way back. Breeze, but, you know, in the a fan favorite as always, <laughs> Christine Breeze. And she's based out of Ecuador. April's going to tell you more about her in a moment for those of you just meeting her. But she does the ayahuasca ceremonies. You know, she's got a really cool metaphysical school, University of Metaphysical, right? Sciences. And so anyway, April will clear that up there for me with no worries. But uh, we got the links right there for you to check out what she's going on, what she's got going on. But before we do get to Christine, if you would take a moment to subscribe and turn on your notification bell so you are aware when we get great guests like Christine. And again, thank you very, very much. I know so many of you have uh, been sending us emails on your amazing experience that you've been having with HempWorks from Mind, Body, Spirit. And that's really great. It's super inspiring. Listen, we're joining that journey with you and we're just really, we're loving the ride too. So I'm glad you are all having that. Keep those video testimonials coming in. We do appreciate that. And if you haven't checked it out already, don't forget to visit our friends at HempWorks. We have the link right there for you. You know what we should do? I just thought about it. We should have, we'll work on this over the weekend though, but maybe we'll do a contest and give away products for people that um, put them, in, you know, uh, send in testimonials. We'll work on something over the weekend for that. All right, look, so April just committed us to doing that. So there you go, everybody. <laughs> all right, no worries. Well, it's the least we can do. Yeah, yeah, it'll be all good. Be all yeah. good. Hey, you know what? People get a benefit out of it. That's great. Y'all, y'all, you're letting us know you are. So listen, I hope it's healing you and get where you want to get to. So more about Christine today. Absolutely. Okay, let me put my glasses on, everyone. Hold on. You're going to love Christine. She is an absolute sweetheart. Christine Breeze is in the pursuit of helping the world live a more metaphysical life in one with Mother Earth. And Christine has wisdom. You guys are going to find out way, way, way beyond her years. She is the founder of the University of Metaphysical Sciences. And you can go to her website right there. The largest school of its kind in the world. And she's also the founder of um, GaiaSagrada.com retreats in Ecuador where people can participate in shamanic ceremonies with Ecuadorian shamans. And um, you can also find that that link is also Christine that you also have the link on the metaphysical metaphysics university.com, right? Yeah. The guy, metaphysicsuniversity.com. Yeah. Just to shorten the name down a little. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, join us everybody. Welcome in Christine. How are you? Hi, I'm good. So happy to be here with two of my favorite people on the air. You guys are so wonderful at what you do. Aww. I'm honored to be back. Uh, yeah, we love having much. you. It's, it's good to see you again. And you, you know, it's always it's always great. You're very uplifting. You're like a cosmic cup of coffee. You, you know? really are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will call the show that, right? Yeah. Make sure make sure there's cream and sugar. Yes. Always with you, there always is. Or with you, ayahuasca. More oh importantly, yeah, right? that's for sure. We'd rather have one. <laughs> uh, well, that won't exactly wake you up in the morning. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So, what's been going on new with you? So, it's been a minute since we last spoke. So, when we first met uh, Christine, everybody, we we were introduced. Um, 
uh, to Christine because she actually has Gaia Sagrada, which she was talking about, does ayahuasca ceremonies, which is very cool in Ecuador. So I think that's probably about as authentic as you can get. Okay. And then the other part of it was the other part of it, then we came back and then you were talking about how, what this whole pandemic had affected you and your business and everything, what was happening there. Um, what was happening with the retreats and all that and everything shut down. I want to get, you know, because you're a very, very spiritual woman mm-hmm. and you're definitely tapped in. You're dialed in, right? You're dialed in, you're connected to something. And, and I really, I've always been very interested in your, your how you're seeing things and how you're actually approaching things. And I think you could bring our audience some value here. Can we speak a little bit today about astral travel? Um, you know, really yeah. what that means and maybe some, and I want to kind of help clear up maybe because I know some people are afraid of it. Some people just embrace it. So really wanted to get maybe if you could just help give us some direction on, you know, astral travel where that's going. First of all, you are a pretty avid astral traveler, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. At I, times. It depends on my health, actually. It depends on your health. And and diet. If it's a clean diet, I can. If it's not. <laughs> well, that so, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I eat junk food, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when, when it is clean, when the diet is clean, are we, is it, you know, from your perspective, is it more of like a vegan diet or is it like what's avoided that you, that needs to be avoided? You know, I'm trying to go vegan. It's vegetarian, but yeah. I'm trying to go vegan. But oh my God, there's like dairy and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sucks, doesn't it? I, I know. It's like uh, everything you want to eat has dairy in it. Um, but I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I've switched to almond milk and, um, there's a lot of ways, but here in Ecuador, it's a little harder cause it's not like you can get all the yeah. cashew butters and the, mm-hmm. and the, you know, non dairy butter. I mean, what's the, um, like what's, Christine, what's the, when, okay, so when you got a clean channel, if you would, or, or your body's clean there. What generally for you um, is your process to start to get into the astral travel space? What do you, can you, can you help give us a, like how Christine a play, does it? A playbook? Yeah. Rocking back and forth. That's like, one like, of the best ways. Well, you, you, you mean, well, okay, so are you sitting up or? What you do is you feel your, first thing to do is to feel your second travel. body. <laughs> Hey, don't ask to travel right now because we have to finish the the, the show. But <laughs> but what you what you do is you feel you have to first start sensing your astral body, mm-hmm. and it's basically right outside your skin or right inside. If you envision it that way, you have a second body. This is your spirit body, and you imagine it moving. You try to stretch your hand. You try to move your head or your feet. Um, You can rock this way too. Um, Or you try to rock back and forth once you feel it. And the thing to do is start sensing it. That's the first step. You got to sense your, your astral body, your spirit body, the the container that you're in. Mm -hmm. And, and you can envision it as a human body if you want. You can envision yourself as a ball of light. You can envision yourself as an angel. You can envision yourself as whatever you want. You can wear whatever form you want in the astral world. And if you want to be a big bodybuilder, you can be that. Whatever you want. You can adopt different images and forms as you travel in the astral worlds. And the astral worlds are basically everything that's not this one. It's it's They're all astral worlds if you really want to know the truth. 
This is yeah, an astral I guess they world would. Too. Yeah, that's true. Where, where, so we're an astral world, like for other beings, this would be considered? Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that's interesting. Like for ghosts, they're, mm -hmm. this is an astral world for them. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. And, yeah. and in their reality, it's actually quite solid. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, think about it. It's 99.6%, 99.9%, something, I forgot what the numbers are percent empty space only less than one percent matter this is an astral world if if that ever describes it it's a way anyway, is the astral world is it more of a physical destination that someone goes to or is it more like a dimension in your spirit it's many different dimensions you can experience some of them as being very physical if depending on how immersed you are in that reality and and how focused you are there you can actually sense things in a physical way in these other dimensions but for the most part you're going to be floating around uh until you there's there's like an opportunity to embody the physical in some of these but you can't stay um it's it's like if you want to you know enter a tree or enter a rock you could do that um I mean, I've even had people in other realities invite us a, a spirit being to speak through them. And I've said hi a couple times, but only if it's free will, you cannot do any of that without free will. And that's pretty advanced stuff. I mean, back that up. What, okay. that. I'm trying <laughs> back back up what you just said. What say that again? Like you went when, in, you went like into in a another you went into a different dimension and then what happened? And somebody wanted to channel a spirit being who was loving. And so I uh, said, okay, you know, here, here's a message. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. So, so someone you were with here on this particular plane, you were on the astral travel and the spirit was a spirit then from the astral travel that came through or the astral plane that came through to you. No, I came through. You came through. In their reality. Just the way that we channel others. Oh, that wow. I world. see what you're saying. Okay. They channeled it. you. But this is pretty advanced level stuff. I mean, not a beginner gets to do this. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in an advanced level training with this because I've been doing this for like 20 years now. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm getting trained by the spirits on the other side how to influence realities. It started with influencing dark spirits to go home. And that's kind of my idea of a good time is rounding up dark spirits and getting them to heal and go home. It's, it's really you do, fun, actually. When, you're, when your diet is where it needs to be on this or your body's clean on that, can you pretty much go on demand? Do you, do you get there all the time? Not always. Um, not always. Sometimes... I don't know what the blockage is. Not always. Sometimes I do everything that I normally do and nothing happens. So I, honestly, I don't know what that is because obviously I've, I've mastered being able to do it, but um, I don't know. Sometimes maybe we're being protected from being able to go out. For instance, a lot of people in earlier in my life, I really wanted to astral project really bad. But I had not healed enough to not attract bad experiences on the other side. So I was protected from being able to astral travel when I was younger 
So anybody who's frustrated with that, with their inability to astral travel, think about it this way. You might be being protected from some kind of event on the other side or some kind of thing you would attract on the other side. And so when I can't get out, I always figure, okay, you know, maybe I'm being protected from something that's going on over there that I'm, I don't want to be part of. How many dimensions are there? Oh gosh, there's, there's, you can't. Unlimited. There are limited amount of dimensions. It's an infinite amount of dimensions. Infinite. There's a trillion galaxies in this universe. And they're all traveling outward and actually gaining speed as they move outward. And I'm taking some astronomy classes. I just love the universe stuff. But yeah, um, and 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 it's moving outward faster, mm-hmm. and it's gaining speed. You'd think, okay, the Big Bang, okay, it blows up, and then all everything should stop and start coming, slow down, stop, and come back together. It's not. It's actually gaining speed and spreading further out and new galaxies are born every day and new matter, mm-hmm. dark matter, dark energy is two different things, which make up 95% of the universe are, are continuing to grow and expand. So this is infinite, just like the physical reality is infinite so is are the dimensions new ones are actually being created all the time as god thinks of well what if i had this kind of reality or what if i had this kind of parameters uh it's it it it's born and if god loses attention on some things they just disappear is there anything to the whole uh christine that you know when people talk about the 3d and then there's a 5d and a 7d and a 90 is there anything to that or is it just all it all it just all is no yeah you're, you're, not, you're not buying into any of that are you no people have to label things and number things and it, it's a way to organize your thoughts it's a way to organize things that are hard to explain <laughs> And it's not like there's like, okay, there's 15 realities or there's 1,500 and you reach level five or level right. whatever. It's not like that. You know what? It's so funny that you say that because when you say it like that, it's like, duh. Of course, they can't be limited, <laughs> right? But our minds are like have been trained to believe, okay, there's only nine that we can reach. And right now we're in number three. And we're trying our best to get to number five. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Number five is already here. We just got to tune into it. I mean, all of the dimensions are in the same space and time. They're in the same. I mean, it's like a radio dial. You have like, what, 100 channels on a radio and depending on which one you tune into, which one you turn the knob to, that's the reality you see, or mm-hmm. that's the reality you tune into. And uh, it's just the same as a radio station all here on this radio, this box, or whatever, a phone now or whatever. So similarly then, just using the United States as an example, you could then taking, I wanna make sure what I got what you said, you could be like, we'll use Florida. You could be in Florida in one county, and because the energy in that county is vastly different from another county, could it be that you're actually shifting dimensions in, or shifting dimensions? Yeah, you are. Like if you're in a positive space, everything's right. beautiful. If you're in a negative space, everything sucks, right? Right, yeah. So, I mean, the colors look more beautiful when you're happy. 
the you could see the energy in the trees and the and the rocks and the birds and everything you could see the sky better and the clouds paint more beautiful pictures if you're positive so it really is a matter of perspective is it the ayahuasca that helps you get there or do you feel like when you're when you're on can you do it without the ayahuasca my first question oh to yeah you. no I, yeah. I don't need medicines anymore you don't you don't need medicines anymore did you and, no, and, but they were is, profound in the beginning I'm sure. I imagine so. <laughs> is uh, did do you do you feel that when people are starting their journey, they that's what that's the catalyst in the beginning is some sort of you know ayahuasca, oh. or, you know that that helps them get there. Is that a common theme that you're seeing with the people that go to you? Oh yeah, like basically when they take the ayahuasca, if I, if somebody has never done a psychedelic journey before, like people come who have done psychedelic journeys before, and ayahuasca opens up a whole different um, perspective or dimension. Ayahuasca, actually, you make ayahuasca in your body. When you dream at night, you're making DMT. You make this medicine. Hmm. And so this medicine, when you take it, it puts you basically in an awake dreaming state. Ah. And so it's a specific dimension or shall we say specific place that mm -hmm. ayahuasca takes you within yourself and for instance but people who have never taken anything before they're just like oh my god there's so much more that meets the uh, than meets the eye to life and you realize there's so much more and anybody who took their first um um l with the s and the d or their first um mushrooms uh, yes Mm -hmm. Okay, we can say that. Yeah, so, we can say, we can say vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those vegetables that go in your salad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I remember the first time that I did that when I was, I think I was 18, 19. Um, and uh, I was just like, oh, my God, this means that reality is not what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. And thus the journey begins. It just opens this door for people that are like, oh, wow, there is so much more life than yeah. this physical reality. Um, on the ayahuasca, I've heard people say that you only really, and correct me if I'm wrong, if this is just, you know, a misnomer, that you only really want to take the ayahuasca if you it's a, if it's for something specific, like you want to connect with a loved one or you're trying to break through something. Or can you take it just for the spiritual adventure. Yeah, I would say not to limit yourself because ayahuasca is going to take you on a journey, whether you, no matter what your your intention is. Mm -hmm. Now, your intention can be more powerful. Like if you go into ayahuasca and just kind of be like, oh, whatever, you know, it's just a bucket list kind of thing. Ayahuasca is mm -hmm. not going to do much for you, but if you go into it with intention, that's powerful and directs your experience. Although just be aware that you may have this intention, but ayahuasca is like, no, we're going to work on this first. And, you know, we got to work on the, your relationship with your father first before you can know what your life purpose is. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting uh, you say it that way. So do you find that from your experience of doing these retreats that ayahuasca actually, regardless of the intent, ayahuasca will say, well, that's good. I'm glad you want that, but this is what we got to work on. So does it almost have its own Agenda? Consciousness and sense, oh, in wow. essence, very much. Does it? Wow. Well, and when when I there came a point in my work with ayahuasca that my healing with ayahuasca was that I was just like, all right, I don't know what I want to work on, 
I'm going to let you decide. Mm -hmm. So in a way, that's a more powerful intention because you're getting out of the way of the process. Mm -hmm. And ayahuasca is not outside of you. Ayahuasca is you. It's just this that is DMT molecule, right? Right. It's, okay. it's basically your body makes this medicine, like I said. And, you know, everybody thinks they're coming to meet Mother Ayahuasca and they're projecting that this is outside of themselves. Really, Ayahuasca is introducing you to the masterful self within. That's mm -hmm. really what you're meeting. Is it? And is it? Um... There's, there's spirits that are associated with this medicine, but the medicine is not a spirit. Is it, what's the, uh, what's the um, percentage of, let's say, harmful experiences, even supervised that generally someone has? I mean, can anybody at any age pretty much go through it? From, you know, oh, go, yeah. Go, we get 80 year olds. I think you our do. oldest person ever here was 80 years old. Uh -huh. No, maybe 90s. I think we had a 90. Yeah, well, he was like, he, he wanted to come and have this experience before he died. He knew he was going to uh -huh. die soon. And he was just like, and he was so adorable and his wife. Oh my God. They were so beautiful. I mean, it was one of the most special retreats we ever had to have such a beautiful elder with I would us. Imagine. When, you, when you come out of the ayahuasca experience and you're coming down or coming back or whatever you want to call it, is there a, is it like a hangover type, you know, oh, I just took a, I just <laughs> drank all night or I just took a hit of LSD and the next morning, is it that, kind, do you get that kind of physical feeling or how, what's the I, feeling? What's a day not, after? not really, no. no. You don't get a hangover. Oh my god, I'm out of it. You might be tired if you didn't sleep much, but mm -hmm. you're but you're not like, oh man, I'm kind of like got a headache and all this stuff. It's not like that. You actually feel pretty uh, enlivened and you're and and now your thinking is like, oh wow, okay, I just got shown so many stuff. It's like this big aha mm -hmm. moment, this big aha realization. And then you begin to think about, okay, well, now I've got to do the work on myself that the, all these things showed me. And honestly, ayahuasca is not necessarily the only one to use. Personally, we ha I feel that you also need the San Pedro. And poor San Pedro, nobody knows about it really, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's what exactly is that? San Pedro comes from the cactus in, mm -hmm. that grows in the Andes in South America. It's like peyote. It's in the same family. It's in the mescaline family. Ayahuasca is in the DMT family. And um, the two together, when you take one and then you have wait, rest a couple of days, because no, you're not drunk, but you might need some rest. You, you rest a day and then you uh, have the San Pedro, a lot of the shamans say the ayahuasca gives you the information that you need, shows you what you need to change, but mm -hmm. the San Pedro gives you the power to do it because. Wow. That's cool. So you take them I together. Call that you? Programmer. What's that? You take them together. That's very then? cool. No, no. We, you we do that too. Oh, I, I think that too. Wow. But you also well, said you wait, wait here too. Yeah, you know, we have ayahuasca, the rest of the day, San Pedro, rest of the day. And then we do them together in a sweat lodge. <laughs> oh my gosh. If Whoa. whatever the first two ceremonies didn't take care of, the sweat lodge pff, finishes. <laughs> I can imagine so. Both medicines. But it's like having a female and male on either side, mom and dad, you know, grandmother and grandfather. Mm -hmm. And then our next two ceremonies, we they rest a day, they 
take ayahuasca again, which takes everything to a whole new level than they did on the first day. And then we have San Pedro again, um, day of rest in San Pedro. And, and that just like finishes it off. Is it just because it goes to, is it just because it goes to another level because they've already tried it once? So maybe the anxiety of doing it again is already gone. So they're more open to it. That's what it is. Yeah, once you've done it, then you're like, oh, okay, I can handle this. The, yeah. the first time, there was a lot of fear. Like, when everybody comes to the orientation and I talk to everybody, everybody's kind of like, oh, my God, am I going to survive this? Right, <laughs> I mean, exactly. People have heard about deaths and things, and I'm going to tell you about the deaths. Mm-hmm. Ayahuasca or San Pedro never killed anyone. It's what they've mixed into the medicine that's killed people. And strangely uh-huh. enough... Tobacco can kill people who are really pure. <laughs> yeah. The tobacco that they mix into the medicine sometimes, they liquefy tobacco and then put it in the medicine sometimes. And we never do that. We don't put anything in but the vine and the leaf and only the cactus. Um, no other additions because you don't know who can be allergic to something like the tobacco or allergic to whatever is in there until it's too late. So, is, yeah. is South America, is there something special about South America where these enhancement, you know, uh, natural enhancement things are available in South America specific? I mean, could you could you go out? I know they have retreats here in the States, but are they getting it from South America? Are they getting the ingredients from South America or, is, or are they actually growing them here in the States too? Yeah, I mean, if people are growing them in the States, it would probably grow in Hawaii and Florida and tropical places. Maybe San Diego would be too dry. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most people, part, if anybody's growing it, it's in a greenhouse. So you got to maintain that or it's going to die because it takes 20 years to grow a dose. Wow. So, one dose. One dose. How long does it last? Like when you take it, how long does the experience last that, you know? Um, if you take one shot and you just let that run its course, maybe about four to five hours, but what you do then is a booster shot about an hour or two later, and then it can go about eight or 10 hours. <laughs> you got this whole thing down. So oh, yeah, yeah. Got this. You have it down to a science, literally. Um, what did you talked about the spirits? You said it's not a spirit, but there are spirits that are related to, what did you mean? Um, well, there's there's for instance there's a lot of spirits here on this land a lot of angelic spirits mm-hmm. and they they work with the medicine they wanted this medicine center to be here because this is something it's such a powerful way to work with the people a powerful way to heal people that it's it's a shame to miss this opportunity for the spirit world and mm-hmm. so there, there's certain spirits that work more through the mescaline mm-hmm. kinds of medicines. There's some spirits that work through the ayahuasca types of medicines. There's some spirits that work through the L with the S and the D. Mm-hmm. That is actually a plant medicine too. It comes from ergo, which is basically mold on rice, <laughs> strangely enough. And um, and there's certain spirits that can work with the with the mushrooms that go on your salad. And uh, and and various other things. There's iboga now. There's combo. There's there's different spirits that can really resonate and work through those kind of medicines. That's pretty uh, cool. That's pretty wild. More than the others. Is is it a uh, is it a um, 
Is it just more visual and I've seen things or is there an actual body physical euphoric feeling to it? Or, oh, gosh, yeah. you could have everything from those two extremes and everything in between. Um, sometimes you don't feel your body at all and you're just like, oh, my God, this is what it feels like to be a spirit being. Okay. Or you feel your body like it's a like a like the density of a black hole. Even, you know, it's really heavy. It's like, oh, my gosh, how heavy physical reality mm. is sensitive. Um, the visuals, oh my gosh, so beautiful. Um, but the visuals are a distraction. Uh, really what it's about is getting those aha realizations with your, with, with what you're learning, uh, what you're basically what happens first is the visuals come, the body rushes come. And then after the visuals start coming back down, that is when all these aha realizations start coming. Oh, okay, okay, so you just go. time to really start asking your questions. Like, okay, mm. how do we do this? What what happened in this relation? What happened here? How do I fix that? Mm. And that's the time when you're going to really get your answers is when the visuals start to mm -hmm. recede. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And because a lot of people are like, oh my God, the visuals are gone and that, or are going away. I want more visuals. The visuals are not what this is about. Right. They're a nice show through and enjoy them mm -hmm. sometimes it's just about being in the joy and this it, because it's like being back in heaven and yeah. and and it's beautiful to see and and if it, if it turns dark for instance sometimes people's journey turns dark you were asking earlier about yeah. how it can be a hard journey sometimes it turns dark because they don't know how to control what they want to experience they don't know how to control and and when also, they get out of it if it if it starts to go on the dark side. Oh yeah, all you oh. have to do is um, I, I I'm a professional at this. All we have to do is tell them to think of their favorite things and just go back into their heart and get out of the mind. The dark oh. journeys are always from mind activity. Mm -hmm. And you can break. And this, uh, so is there something also um, where you see people, uh, you know, you see documentaries on this where people are vomiting, mm -hmm. right? When they take it. Is that common that people vomit? Yeah, right? Maybe about 50% of the people. It's not all of them. It, yeah. some, so many people are afraid of that, but it's like, look, it only lasts one or two minutes at the most. You know, come on. Well, get what, are, what, are they, what are they actually vomiting? Is it a fear or is it the actual, are they vomiting what they ingested? Well, they're vomiting what they ingested also, but um, there's always all this emotional baggage that comes out. There's these thoughts, there's this energy yeah. and you're always actually throwing up more than what you took in. And I always tell people, don't make yourself throw up, wait until it happens. If it's going to happen, throwing up isn't the only way to cleanse. Some people are like, I, I waited all night and I didn't throw up. Did I do it right? And it's like, <laughs> don't worry. You know, yeah. it purges in other ways for some. And so when they, I will tell them to wait because what's happening is ayahuasca is going through the body and extracting all the darkness, extracting all the the hurts, the thoughts, the emotions. It's not just, and it's collecting from the physical. Mm -hmm. You might have sicknesses that you don't even know about, but ayahuasca is pulling those out of your bones, out of your cells, wow. out of your muscles. That is something. Hmm. That is something. And all the, all the baggage, you know, it's like. So wild. That's so wild that there's something on the earth, mm -hmm. that kind of level of medicine that's there to just boom. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. There's yeah. so many things on the earth. It's not just ayahuasca. I mean, I wish I could do an L with the S and the D 
ceremony because oh my god that's such a powerful way to heal too and because yeah. um, it's really all uh, about your mind isn't I did it? Find it. Mm-hmm. what's that it's really all about healing your mind isn't it it's all about stopping the mind it's yeah. not about healing the mind the mind is fine if it just stops spinning in circles you're the yeah. driver of your mind yeah. And yeah. you just have to drive well. <laughs> it it yeah. really gets simple. The mind is a is a machine. Mm-hmm. It's a tool. And if you use your tools wrong, you're gonna have accidents. Yeah. Like yeah. manifesting a really crappy reality <laughs> because you can't get in the right space. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. That's cool. I appreciate that. That's really. In- so are you um, if you don't do them there, if you come to the States, are you considering doing these retreats here stateside? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've been asked a lot to come to the States and I'm it's sure. kind of time because honestly, I don't know how long it's going to be before normal travel starts up again. I mean, we we we're taking in reservations, but we're getting only like maybe twenty somewhere between 10 and 20% of what we normally got. And we can't actually run it. We can't cover the expenses. It's, it's easier for like a shaman in the jungle with his family making all the food. And, and, you know, there's only like five people who go, you know, that's, that's easier for them to do, but I have like this big operation and there's like all these people I have to pay. And, you know, so yeah. And the shamans I have to pay. I mean, it's, it's not as easy an operation as like a guy in a loincloth in the jungle. <laughs> so. That's funny. That's funny. Well, if you come to the States and you decide to set house, set up shop here, definitely let us know. Cause I would love to do it, but I would only do it if it was somebody like with you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. For I, would, I, would, I would, I would never too. do it if it wasn't. We're interviewing you. you for our ayahuasca experience. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm going to come in May. I think I'm going to come to the States in May. And I'm going to start looking around and starting figuring out what to set up, see what I, see if I can rent some some place to have the ceremonies. I'm going to do an exploratory trip in May. Thinking about having a ceremony, maybe memo- a retreat, a four-day retreat, Memorial Day weekend somewhere. Cool. So I got to figure out where I'm going to do that. Be careful what you ask for. Well, no, let us know. Yeah. Would you want to do it? Maybe. The only I would, I would if you were there. Yeah, Christine, I would only I honestly, do it if, if it was you. Was, you. I honestly, I would only do it with you. Just then I would I know do you it. And I trust yeah. you. Oh, that's such an honor. Yeah. That's such no, an I, would, honor. I wouldn't even feel comfortable. Yeah, that's I, honestly, the only way I would do it. Exactly. My mom would trip out. I would never ever. Oh, you guys have been doing your spiritual work long enough that you can kind of you. You just have to practice what you know (laughs) with the control. Well, I've I've done everything known to mankind, but there's something with the ayahuasca that even though that to me, I would only, in my mind, do it with somebody that I felt safe with, and that you would be the only person. That's a really important part of the aspect of having a good journey. I mean, when, yeah. when we have people come, there's always one or two people in the retreat who have been somewhere where they did it wrong. They didn't take care. They were not, they didn't protect the space. I mean, there are so many aspects to it. And I've been doing this for a long time. So I've mm-hmm. had a lot of practice. You got to be with somebody who's experienced. You know, there's people in the States now who did three ceremonies and think they're a shaman now and they're giving out medicine. <laughs> That's I mean, great. just it's dangerous. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's awesome. Well, let, let, let us know. Let us know when you come to uh, stateside. It's always good to see you. Maybe you never know. You and never if we do, know. everybody, then we'll report on it. Obviously. Uh, hey, everybody. Yeah. Uh, that, that's our mm-hmm. good friend Christine Breeze. You, we got her website here, metaphysicsuniversity.com. You can check her out there. Christine, before you love and leave, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience of how they can get connected with you, or what else you'd like them to know? Well, if they want to know about ceremonies in the United States, tell them to go to my website, GaiaSagradaUSA.com. GaiaSagradaUSA.com is G-A-I-A-S-A-G-R-A-D-A-USA.com. And get on the email list because we're going to be making our announcements there. We've been invited to Canada. We've been invited to Europe. We've been invited to Australia. So this whole thing might go... I don't know. I got a lifetime, so yeah, maybe we'll put Um, we'll put a link in the description below, everybody. So make sure you look in the description below so you can check out those multiple places in Christine verse, Christine's universe. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I do happen to the world. Um, So if you want to go to see all my projects, because I have a lot of other stuff going on, I have magic Mm -hmm. mushroom retreats in Jamaica. I have um, a free retreats for all.com where everybody who doesn't have any money, it's not medicine, but it's meditation retreats and spirituality. And they, but if you want to see everything that I'm doing, go to christinebreeze.com. My website is a piece of crap right now, but I'm, okay. I'm, it's going to be fixed by next week. Um, somebody was like, Christine, your website only has like four pages on the whole thing. Like, I mean, come on! You have a hundred, you have hundreds of visits per day. Um, Ours is a mess. Don't, don't even worry about, about it. About it. Ours, we well, just... I do want to ask you: Did you just say you have a magic mushroom uh, um, ceremonies in, mm-hmm. in Jamaica? Well, we so did you... before the pandemic. Oh, okay. So the whole moral behind the story, everybody, is making sure you have a very, very safe tour guide. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. That's no. what I'm yeah. And one of the jobs of a tour guide is when you do have that, oh, my God, my mind's a mess. And, oh, my God, I can't get out of this space. And the the shaman is supposed to be able to pull you out of that. And, oh. and so I'm there or whatever shaman you're with. And our helpers are there to pull you out of those spaces and say the right words, to say the right things, to play the right music, to, to set the right, right tone to to help you move back into a masterful state to okay so here's your problem here's here's what's just been shown to you this darkness inside yourself now move into this masterful space and look at it from there that's what it is there to do so you it's not just to play music and blow tobacco on people that's not what it's about it's to actually keep keep the space in a masterful space so that it's actually efficient the only way I would do it. If I were to do it, that's the only way I would do it. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see, everybody. We'll see. Everybody, thank you very much. And again, thank you, our guest from Ecuador, Christine Breeze, our very thank dear you friend. Thank so much. It's good to see you again. And uh, hope you enjoyed this, everybody. We most certainly did on our end. And so, you know, check out the links below. And, of course, what's in the description for you to find out more about how to stay connected with Christine. Thank you. Thank you. And together we're turning the universal key to global harmony and creating a unified world. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And remember, tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Many blessings.